right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Gentlemen, how's it going? Hey now. Shut up. I, I feel awful. You kind of struggling? Yeah. You sound all uh, smoked out like Bill Simmons on his latest podcast. Hey, that's not me, boy. Billy Boy Simmons I never... is stressed out and stress smoking. Is he? <laughs> He's he, on that good. He sounded like Cali Johnny week. Most. <laughs> Sounds like Chuck. Chuck, what's going on with you? You know, a little under the weather. A little bit. Unclean women. I uh, found out. Uh, speaking of women, some of the women that I'm seeing uh, are all sick. Speak up, Hedberg. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so all the girls, uh, I have like you know some women that I hang out with from time to time, uh, to a person. They're all sick and suffering far worse than me. So, so I have a feeling I'm going to reap the benefits of all this. I may be patient zero. I think you are. Or I think agent patient zero. I think you're like the Xbox game Left 4 Dead, uh-huh. one of my favorite games. When I was reading, that's zombies, right? It's a zombie game. Is where that you, Zombie Island? It's amazing. No, it's an amazing shooter. You run around blowing away zombies. Uh, in the optional comic, which I read online, uh, <laughs> it turns out the reason you keep that guy. It turns out you keep running into zombies because these four are the patient zeros. They are they're carriers, though yeah. immune, and so they're running from zombies. But it turns out everywhere they're going, they're just infecting everyone. Oh. So, twist, twist. I'm the patient zero zombie of Tinder. <laughs> that wouldn't. Did oh. that, you should just put that on your profile. Speaking of Tinder, speaking of Tinder, s- yes, Jack. Somebody did something. I know this is a little early for this. But somebody did a, uh, a very interesting statistical analysis uh, of NBA players. He took 10 NBA players uh, and put them all on Tinder with fake profiles, giving no information other than their height. They never were shown in their basketball uniform, nobody. And out of hundreds, only one recognized LeBron James. <laughs> um, but the, uh, the order of New York City Tinder matches to NBA players in here, here they go from 10 to 1. Is uh, 10 good or is 10 bad? 10 is bad. With one match, Dennis Schroeder, uh, Joakim Noah, three matches, which is interesting. Uh, Serge Ibaka. Ew, what? Yeah, Serge Ibaka. Who wants to date Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> Serge Ibaka, 26, which is a little, I don't know. Serge Ibaka is very handsome. That is a good-looking dude. Uh, in my mind, he's gorgeous. Yeah. He looks like uh, if you were watching a historical drama, he would be like the Moor who comes in. Right, in Hamlet. Like from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, yeah, that's that. Not Hamlet. Um, I always forget. Othello. Othello, Othello that's it. <laughs> so then at uh, seven. I never thought I'd see Chuck uh, <laughs> initiate a Shakespearean conversation. No, that ain't me, podcast. dude. That ain't me. Um, at seven, LeBron James. Does that make Evan Fournier Iago? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Chris Paul has 31 matches, Dwayne Wade 36, and then we'll see a little bit of a, a trend here in the top four. Kyle Korver 42, JJ Redick 95, Kevin Love 96, Uh-oh. and with a whopping 127. Oh, the man, the Chandler Chandler Parsons, Chancun, Chancun. So it's a little insight. This of, is uh, that was a lot of racism before my breakfast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm, it's not I, racism. I, I'm I'm not, a, all it, all it shows is that it's uh, tender is for sad white people. Hey, hey Chuck, how you doing? <laughs> it's a it's a demographic match, right? It is. It's, yeah. A, yeah. Well, now that we got that through our system, did we guys have a chance to eat breakfast? Uh, you watched me eat breakfast, young man. It was oh, yeah. it was horrific. It was sad to. It was sad to watch John specifically scarf down a things I would never wish on anyone. Large. 
Jersey Mike's. Just a uh, regular. I was going to say uh, I would not wish Chuck's Patient Zero uh, Strange Woman curse. And uh, I would not wish anyone to see Chuck, I mean, John eat, what was that, banana, pepper, and I, I, tuna? I ate it quickly. It was the Italian. Oh, just an Italian? 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 Why do you There was go? a lot of liquid. Yeah, it's super uh, well, like salt it, vinegar. It, it went on a 45-minute ride with me. Also, it was, it was bread soup. Who puts that wonderful meat on a wheat bread? I'm sorry, Hoagie. That is gross. I'm that I'm that idiot at uh, Burger King getting like a quadruple pounder and then getting a diet coke. Right. That wheat bread's going to save me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like. Uh, but I had no choice. I woke up this morning, <laughs> walked to get my car, and my windshield in the windshield of my car, which was part of the side of work, was smashed. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing detective work all day. Ooh, I love it when John plays Columbo. Uh, and one more thing. <laughs> one more thing. <laughs> I instantly uh, thought uh, ex-girlfriends ran the gamut, mm-hmm. sent a few texts, and then remembered last night, power listener, John Boy Russell. Ooh. And I'm, I'm, I'm ruining multiple things. <laughs> Drunkenly told everyone at the bar that his wife was pregnant. Mm, when he shouldn't have. When he shouldn't have. He's not supposed to. Okay. And now I'm putting it on our podcast. We might have to bleep his name. This is my revenge. For legal. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he smashed my windshield. <laughs> then got incredibly drunk. And I kicked him out of the bar. He was horribly violent towards it, probably his favorite bartender and his friend. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he walked over to my car and smashed my windshield. Now, are we talking like and threw, the, here's the sick threw part. something into it or hit, hit it with his hand must small crack? Must have hit... Uh, it was like a spider, like okay. spider web. So he thing. just maybe just like pounded it, like you know King Kong or something. He so, hit it with something. But yeah, okay. you you can't break a windshield with your hands. Oh yes, you can. Can you? Oh, yeah. I have. Really? Yeah. I had a fat friend break one at a red light once when he tried to moon me. And Stretch. Push. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, we were playing chicken and we were going. We'll to get to basketball people, but <laughs> I got an ar- I, I, I got in an to- argument once and punched a windshield and it cracked it. And I was so impressed with myself that I punched it two more times to crack it further. <laughs> and I felt like the Incredible Hulk. They're really not that impressed. My fat friend Porkchop in high school jumped on the front seat of my friends, you know, in the windshield. Was he going for, was he hanging it or pressed ham? He was doing pressed ham. Mm, pressed ham. And so it just cracked? And just cracked. And I thought that it was, was a I, windshield or a, a, or a window? A windshield. I thought it was. I but was John Boy Russell, I forgive you. How sick is it that <laughs> in the, my world... When I, f- I figured out that probably, most likely, 90% my friend had smashed my windshield, I just, like, laughed about it. Yeah. Also, listeners, getting windshield fixed, insanely cheap. <laughs> How is that in a world where iPhones, as Keith pointed out to me, $500 with a contract, getting your windshield fixed, 50 bucks. Mm. Brand See, new windshield. That seems unlikely. They gave you a new windshield for 50 bucks? Yep. Safe, safe light. Mm. Did they come to you? Yes. Oh, wow. With service, I well, I was... actually met him at my dealership. But I, the guy told me afterwards, he was like, "Man, I could if you, if I have enough space, I'll come to wherever you are." That's dope. That's insane. I need to find more about those windshields. John Russell, we should just, I know you're listening. There's got to be some sort of windshield racket. It seems like that's way too cheap. The whole world because I can't buy I can't buy listeners. that much like in weight of glass cups. Well, it you, might you have been. I a, guess it's in, it's part of my insurance. I guess uh, it's it's all a scam. But still, State Farm's ripping us off. I don't know. Fifty bucks. My deductibles are so high for all my insurance things that I, n- I hardly ever use them. <laughs> I got to keep those deductibles low because <laughs> terrible things like happen to me. Run, well, no, no. Them. My my thing with insurance is if if you pay, you, you either guarantee you lose, 
or I like to I like to run a risk where if I get an accident or something happens, then I have lost. You should <laughs> just roll Chuck style and have no insurance. I have insurance. I did that healthcare for a while, but so I, the, came, I came out unscathed. Let's pay go. that penalty, Chuck, dog. What you, what you have for breakfast? What I have, I made um sick butt. Apparently, no, I didn't. I actually went and was like, I need to eat. I need some sustenance. So I had some eggs and a bagel. Made some scrambled eggs, my old That's OG good. scrambled eggs with whipped cream cheese. Don't say cream fresh. I didn't say, Thank I you. said whipped cream, che- cream cheese, which I think is much more of a gross term. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. Is that a real term? Whipped, yeah, you get the cream cheese, you can get it like blocked, oh, like yeah? real thick, or you can get it whipped. And that's how I, I like the whipped cream cheese because it tosses better when I'm fluffing my eggs with it. When you say whipped, do you just mean it's in a different uh, like receptacle? No, it's whipped. It's like actually has a different con- you know consistency. It's soft. It's- Keith, I'm gonna need you to look into this. There's uh, different kinds of cream cheese, dude. You think there's only one kind of cream cheese, John? I was cream going cheese. to have a fancy breakfast this morning too. Oh, everything got everything went sideways. John boy, you piece John of boy. Sh- <laughs> Hope your wife is listening. Very unlikely. <laughs> but if she is, you told 10 people at the bar last night about your impending son or daughter. My breakfast. Had a fancy breakfast for me. Nice. I went to Nashville Establishment Donut Den. Got Ooh. two donuts. Got a chocolate-covered eclair and a uh, cinnamon sugar-covered uh, twist. Love eclairs. Does the twist have a name? Just twist. What's yeah. an eclair? A cruller? Eclair? A that has uh, that has something in the middle, right? Eclair. Yeah, it's usually it's got cream, some yeah, sort of it was, cream. It was a cream, it was a cream, f- cream it was cheese? A, it was a cream-filled. Mm-hmm. Custard. Oh. I think it might have been custard. It was kind of yellowy. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Yeah. It, 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 it was delicious. Mm. Cost like four seventy. I thought that was kind of pricey for two donuts. That's yeah. out of control. No, nah, it's not that bad. Five dollars, it's eighteen ninety five for one cinnamon donut. You have to... <laughs> pull out a mortgage for it. Man, I just and there's like a line out the door. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts getting that Munchkin crap. Mm. Get like twenty two of them for four bucks. Yeah, it's basically what they don't want. They're can't be, yeah. can't, be can't be the donut hole. Agree. Amazing. Well, Shipley's got bought by some other person with a last name. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's breaking news. Wow. There's a breaking news headline. It's called like, it's called like Maguhin's Donuts. John's now. doing all sorts of journalism. <laughs> Uh, moving on from our breakfast. I am Geraldo. Let's go to our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It's often the first time we talk about basketball. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? I'm sorry for being so sick, guys. It's the one thing I can't control. Duh, there's so much doing. in your life you can't control. You're right. My drinking, my womanizing, my inability to connect with people that I love. <laughs> But mostly, I'm really just, I'm sorry. So if I'm not myself this episode, guys, just give me a break. It's <laughs> a pre- preemptive apology. Preemptive apology. I'm All right. I can't believe Chuck is here right now. <laughs> it's pretty good. If I was as sick as Chuck, I wouldn't come out of my house for a year. Uh, we got to burn this uh, yeah. mic, mic cover after. That mic cover you're resting on right now. So I, my, spray that. Making my face. It spray holds, that with, my old lady would my spray head. it with vinegar water. She thinks vinegar water, like, cleans and cures everything. Mm. But now it just means our house smells like vinegar all the time. Is your is your fiance a shaman of? of that's not a, yeah, that's not a worthwhile trade off for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then she burns essential oils. Yeah. Also, also a racket. Palo Santo. Good lord. <laughs> I live with the victim of many, many pyramid and Ponzi schemes, <laughs> including our shared ownership of multiple properties. <laughs> My apology goes to uh, I, I misspoke in. My episode this 
week talking about the Phoenix Suns. I just misstated Chandler Parsons' salary, thinking he made $19 million a year. 18. It's going to be closer to 23, 24. Oh, you mean this year? Yeah, oh. yeah coming up. So, yeah, I, I, got, I got his contract numbers a little, little wrong there. But you're apologizing the Phoenix Suns? Well, and he was doing that Phoenix Suns. Oh, uh, well, it came up. I was comparing the Brandon, Brandon, Knight. Brandon Knight's contract. I think to he made eighteen or nineteen when he was with the Chandler Parsons. The Mavs. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's making twenty three, and that's ten million a year. That's How much a did he make with NBA the Rockets? Player. Rockets, he probably only made like a million, right? No, no. Rockets, he was on that was indentured first, servitude. Yeah, yeah. First contract where they kind of let him out of contracts. That's a, a recurring theme motif with Chandler Parsons. It's people letting him out of contracts. Mm-hmm. Not the Grizzlies. And no. ties to uh, slavery references on our podcast. <laughs> yep. Uh, for me, um, I guess I'm going to sort of apologize to Fizdale because he did kind of admit he was wrong and put Tony back in the lineup, and we won again. There's more to that, and I think that this will, unfortunately, we're probably going to talk a lot about Chandler Parsons. It's a big story in the NBA. It's a big story for us as Grizzlies fans. I don't think, I think it's only a big story for Grizzlies fans. Well, it's, I think it's an interesting story for a lot of NBA fans. The, I mean, he's definitely bust of the year. Well, Fizdale, you, you, like, there was never a time that Fizdale looked at his team and said, you know what, guys, Chandler Parsons is going to give us the best chance to win tonight. So, like, it became clear. Like, we criticized Fizdale. Yes, you know, you, like, John, you're saying you're apologizing to him because he saw the light and he put back in the best players. I, and, he, and he actually admitted that he was wrong, which I like. Well, so I, I think... Or do you think that was a no, BS apology? I, no, I think he was put in this really tough situation by the management. They were telling him to play Chandler Parsons. He finally admitted something like a week ago that, yes, there had been... It's an organizational decision to play Chandler Parsons because there's no way... You know, there's no way he was watching Chandler Parsons play out there thinking like, oh, this is this is going fine. Mm-hmm. This, this is good. This is the team I want. Yeah. And so, you know, he did move around the lineups. He put in Andrew Harrison and Brandon Wright to see if the team would respond. So then finally, when the news breaks that Chandler Parsons is, is officially hurt, and I don't know if this is a turkey bacon conspiracy. Seems a touch. But... Them just announcing he has a, a, a partial meniscus tear in, in the, the other leg, in the other knee, is the tidiest of solutions to get both Fisdale and the management off the hook for things that have gone terribly wrong. Right. Like they keep talking about building towards the, the higher ceiling with Chandler Parsons, but now that he's hurt, we can finally be like, good. We don't have to play him. And we are recording this. Uh, we won't be doing a Grizzlies epilogue because this is a, uh, a lame duck Grizzlies epilogue because they will be playing the Chicago Bulls in just a couple hours. Tonight's key. Um, as, we, as we are heading to a, a big watch party. But so, but in, in the Monday game against the Bucks, they finally looked not listless. They looked like a team that wanted to play basketball again. Also, the Bucks are... Uh. The Bucks winners of six straight right into the buzzsaw that was the losers of five straight Grizzlies. The, the Tony Snell uh, re- revitalization has ended. <laughs> well, it, it did end on Monday, but it, it was, I mean, it was just Mark Gasol wouldn't pass the ball to Chandler Parsons, which yeah. was a problem. Mm-hmm. And he was out there sulking, and obviously Tony Young being on the bench wasn't going well. So, you know, they finally put the core four back in. Vince Carter had the best game of his, of his did Mark since, Gasol like, make the this 2001 happen? playoffs. Is Mark Gasol secretly the GM? He could be. I mean... <laughs> There's a, there's he a lot gets going deals on. done. He was definitely anti-Jaeger. 
Yeah, I he, think he might be the secret straw. That stirs he was the drink. well. So like you know how I think LeBron James actively trades and acquires players. Right. I think LeBron isn't. I mean, I don't think Gasol. Not so much the GM as he just sucks. Right. Very obviously, <laughs> right? They were like, 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 how's how's Jeff Malo, Green Malo, assimilating Malo. with the team? And he's just like, yeah, anybody want a peanut? Yeah, like he just says, like he hated hated Jeff Green, and so like you know, and he was compl- like the Grizzlies had fallen apart after the All Star break. Uh, yeah, they they haven't looked good. Their uh, offensive or their defensive rating since the All Star break is was it dead last, close to it? I believe least. the Cavs were last and the Grizzlies were second to yeah. last. So, so they're not. Hey, looking. that's good company. No, yeah. wor- no, no worries. <laughs> Teams that are completely shutting down. Uh, I think what it is though, possibly, is that their position in the playoff race is kind of solidified since the All Star break. I think Fizdale is trying to get everybody healthy and at the same time getting those weird lineups in that you don't know you. You made strike gold in, you know, in Miami with Fisdale when he was an assistant coach there. They kind of lucked into having to do LeBron as a four when Bosch went out against Indiana that series. It's a super uh, weird time to be watching basketball also because we're seeing a lot of like streaks that aren't indicative or lineups that aren't indicative of what we're going to see in the playoffs. I think like Keith just referenced Bucks winning six straight. For a while there, Kid was doing so much tinkering, the Bucks couldn't get a win at all. Right. And now it seems like he may have rounded his team into shape, although I, st- I still think there's so much Tony Snell that can't be happening. And then you're seeing, like, <clears throat> obviously the dubs and, and the, the Spurs are tinkering around a lot. But, I mean, and and even the Grizzlies have done a lot of that. But So it's a weird time to watch basketball right now just because the, you'll see the weirdest lineups and the weirdest winning and losing streaks this time of year. And with an older, older roster like Memphis has, I think it is it's wiser to prepare for the playoffs and get those minutes lower for those older guys. And drop them, but I mean, it, it it all comes back to for the Grizzlies part that it was they were living a, a charade of we're trying to get Chandler Parsons right, right, which he's never going to be right, and Fizdale had to live under that charade of I'm going to play him and this is our best chance for whatever. That's all a lie. And now that he's officially hurt, the Grizzlies can actually build towards what their team might be, which is hopefully you know James Ennis related, the eighth best, ninth best team in the NBA, and hopefully yeah. they'll have a fun first round series. But anyway, that was a, that was a long end to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs, I want to remind you guys for just the next couple weeks in March, we are doing a thing where if you write an iTunes review. We will read it on air. Any five-star iTunes review can be a plug for your podcast or your beer or your band. And we have a few of those reviews to read right now. Big Chirag chimes in with a five-star review clamoring five for five, 1,000%. If Fast Break Breakfast were inside the NBA, Keith would be Ernie, Chuck would be Kenny, and John would be Shaq. <laughs> if you three were the big four, so Keith would be Draymond, and John and Chuck would be the Splash Brothers. If y'all were the Lakers organization, Keith would be Genie Bus, John would be <laughs> Magic Johnson, and Chuck would be Rob Palenka. If, Keith, if NBA media was the Memphis Grizzlies, Fast Break Breakfast would be Chandler Parsons, because y'all never fail to make me chuckle. <laughs> big Chirag, you're a... Mean, mean, mean man. <laughs> yeah, that that was that that had ups and downs. I don't know if it was complimentary or just pure, <sighs> purely insulting. And we all switched positions in each of those. Yeah, like I like, was feeling kind of good, and, and I was then, like, oh, yeah, that wasn't very sweet. I'm feeling real good about. Rob all right, Blinka. all right. So, uh, so I got one. Uh, this is called. This is the title of the of the review. Five stars by Chet Tremendous. Hello, this is Keith Robert Parrish. 
host of the Fast Break Breakfast podcast. My podcast is good. My podcast is very excellent and good. From now until May 15, this is not true, by the way. This, this is now Keith talking. <laughs> not Keith. <laughs> From now until May 15th, anyone who leaves a five-star review on iTunes will have their review read on air. As long as it's not terribly offensive, anyone who leaves a four-star review will receive free access to Patreon-only Slack chat for a full year, as well as a 20-cent gift card to Cracker Barrel of our choosing. Cracker Barrel. Follow Fast Break Break on Twitter for more barrel-related opportunities. All right, Chet Tremendous is a liar. Chet, that's it's a, lot, a liar. Of, lot, lot of fake news from Chet Tremendous. And All right. This one for Chuck. Here we go. Five stars for the mighty Chuck. I have a doctorate in otorhinolaryngology, and based on that collected cognition, I can tell you that this whimsical podcast absolutely unequivocally eviscerates the competition in nihilistic fashion. The primary reason is beyond a shadow of the doubt, the wisecracking mighty Chuck whose witty one-liners oftentimes contain exclamatory uproarious uprooting onomatopoeia. I mostly enjoy listening to this podcast while preparing an enemy-colored edamame before heading to choir practice at my Episcopalian denomination church. Also, Keith and Chuck. Keith and John are Grizzlies fans. John wears a pinky ring and is ceaselessly debonair. This podcast will go into anal as one of the great basketball podcasts of our time. I feel like that's, that was good, Chuck. That's the greatest, my greatest reading ever. I, even though I feel like they were they were tr- obviously trying to throw you off. O- Orto Rhino Chronology. Mighty. I, so when you're sick, do you not drink? That's what. It what is. is poisoning your mind where you can't usually read? And suddenly, I mean, that was. That I was, thought you it were was an orator. I, I also thought it was interesting some of the words that were Wait, supposedly. Wait, did Chuck, did Chuck write that? <laughs> Chuck, did you write that in practice set for days? Denomination? Come on. Wouldn't have been my thing to mispronounce the first word and crush the rest. <laughs> Wouldn't I? And you did stumble over John. Could be. <laughs> that was that was, that was was the biggest thing. John could be fake news. And so those were some good reviews. And again, for the month of March, if you want to write a review, none of those plugged anything. Those were mainly just to share insults and try to make fun of us. Plug my ego. We loved Indeed. it. So yeah. Shatter mine. Write a five-star. Shaq. Magic Johnson. <laughs> Why? John's mad about it. Ugh. So write a five-star iTunes review. It helps us out, and we will give you a shout-out. All right. Now for our steak and eggs. Best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? I read a New York Post article um, on the wonderful Darko Milicic. That was your best thing. It had <laughs> it's one of the brutal it's, hate in his heart. It's super sad, and it kind of reflects where I'm at as a person. Um, <laughs> oh God! I'm looking at it, uh, and one one passage stands out directly after bouncing around the league and uh, playing for a bunch of different teams. He was then uh, he was going to be traded to the Timberwolves, and he told Darko told uh, David Kahn, uh, GM of the Timberwolves at the time, "Hey, bud." Don't trade for me, for the love of God. <laughs> I don't want to play in the NBA anymore. I'll ruin your team. I'll f*** the team chemistry. Do not trade for me. When it's not working, it's not working. Uh, he <laughs> That's pers- a cry for help. He was proceeded to... Uh, Con then signed him to a four-year, $20 million contract, <laughs> yeah. uh, which, of which he only played two before finally leaving the league. And becoming a kickboxer. He is now, never now leave out the kickboxing. No, he just does kickboxing and drinks massive amounts of beer. <laughs> my best thing is also barely related to today's NBA. <laughs> I'm ready for a sequel to my giant starring. I don't know. 
<laughs> Seth Rogen and Darko Milicic. This was a full. Sign this was up. a full week ago in the D League, soon to be the G League. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse, coach of the Raptors 905 and friend of the program, Jerry Stackhouse was upset with a foul call on Walter Tavares. Clay Anthony Early, who was on the other team and shot once outside a strip club, who was also shot in a somewhere in the meatpacking district, I think, <laughs> uh, told Stackhouse it was a mother effing foul. Sit your ass down. So, uh, Maybe Clay Anthony, not totally aware of who he was talking to. Doesn't know his history. Apparently, uh, you know, made things right after the game. Said, you know, he the moment. It's all good. Jerry Stackhouse laughed it off. So everything's cool. Everything's cool. I'm, like, nervous to talk about this. I know. Uh, Jerry, he was wrong for disrespecting you. We had Fast Break Breakfast. Don't do it, Jerry. While we do um, name a segment in our podcast after your it's an homage historic inability to shoot in an efficient clip we do love you and are afraid of you i'm not, i'm always uncomfortable just uh, besmirching jerry in any fashion and clean thony yeah. needs to needs to think before he acts <laughs> <Clean Thony. laughs> oh yeah uh best of the week for me i'm just i'm still riding high on the nurkic train even though he did uh, have a horrific hey. <laughs> horrific game against the pelicans yeah but just but the game just before that has the game of his life and oh, hits the free throws. Absolutely. I mean, I, th- I just think it's a nice story that Super Cop's son can go to the Blazers and, and lift them up. <laughs> I mean, the Blazers are a different team with Nurkic. When Myers Leonard is on the floor, my God. So dis- so desultorily poor when Nurkic is on the floor. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, he can't, he can't dish it quite as well as Jokic, which was almost a game of scones a couple of weeks ago that we eschewed. But he is one of the better passing big men. And then, it, and then he's, you know, he's able to play down low and give them a physical presence down low, which is something they've really, really, really lacked. So it's been really good for the Blazers. Uh, Lillard seems to have woken up from his slumber. Um, Blazers are kind of fun again. I know, I know they're not going to do anything in the playoffs, but they seem to at least belong in the playoff hunt again. It looked like it looked like the momentum for the Blazers was about to carry them to the Nuggets, to that eighth spot, and then they really just laid a horrible egg yeah. uh, against the Pelicans where Nurkic went one for eight. The team only scored, what, 77 but, points? But you no longer laugh at them potentially getting that eight seed. No, and, as we're, and one of those things I saw on Twitter was Nurkic had the huge game yeah. Um. What on last Thursday night and joined only Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley is the only players since eighty three eighty four to have twenty eight points, twenty rebounds, eight assists, and six blocks in a game. That's just a spectacular. That's a, you can't accidentally hit the that start line. for that game for him was so ridiculous too. And when you have a guy you know jump out the blocks like that, it really picks the team up. So I mean, there's it's probably not going to happen, but there's you know somebody could overtake the Nuggets. Although Nuggets are dynamite right now. And the Nuggets have a really tough um, schedule coming up. I think they have more, m- way more road games. So I think yep. like the schedule actually favors the Trailblazers. But, you know, and, and it looks like the Mavs maybe have taken a backseat. But and the Minnesota's looking like they're playing defense. Minnesota's the one. They're playing defense now, which was the and, thing that we were scratching our heads about all the first half of the season. And Minnesota's had the tough, has, of all those teams, has the toughest road by far. So it's Pretty impressive, really, and that's uh, obviously without Levine. And they're they're going to be. I'm always uh, looking forward to what the Timberwolves Timberwolves will be. Well, Carlin Rubio like is balling. He went insane the other night. Nineteen assists, ten in the first quarter. Nice. <laughs> yeah, 
And and Carl Anthony Towns, I think I don't know what the stretch of games is, but he's shooting over sixty percent for his last in like twelve games yeah. or something. And Wiggins, when he's not being you know destroyed by Kawhi Leonard, is playing really good ball as well. Who speaking of Kawhi, I saw a real fishy quote. Uh oh, a quote. A quote. <laughs> we uh, he was interviewed by GQ about his diet. He f- he said something very very fishy. Says I stay away from certain waters because their pH levels are low. Uh oh. Stick to alkaline waters with a mm-hmm. higher pH. We know why, right? He's a cyborg. Yeah, he's got those. He can't rust, and everyone knows that uh, contaminants in water are bad for precious bodily fluids. Animatronic <laughs> uh, basketball players with no soul. He'll and no rust. Emotion. He'll rust. We can't have him rust. So, Westworld starring Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Western Conference world. Well, those were our best things. What's the opposite of your steak and eggs? What is your cream of wheat? Worst of wheat? I am sick of these trash-ass commercials using the NBA. La, 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 la. We got two. I mean, I'm from the old school. I come from the great Yeah, Sprite. I want Charles Barkley versus Godzilla. I want the great Grant Hill drink Sprite commercials, you know. And Larry and Michael playing horse. KRS-One in my mm. Sprite commercials. Chuck's I, got skills. We got LeBron James and... Mars I, Blackman. I'm not... Right. I'm not being a jerk here. Lil Penny. I'm not being a jerk here. <laughs> but uh, LeBron James... Grandmama. He's the worst. He's the worst <laughs> superstar on a commercial to watch. He's not funny. He's not personable. It makes me kind of cringe when that I watch CGI him. CGI hairline is fascinating. His hairline is the only thing I can watch. You don't watch. think he's personable? I don't think he is. I think he's just, I think he's he's personable in the way like the CEO of a Chuck, company is. Chuck, he's a global is. icon. I, I, visually. Kobe but Bryant I'm, has national commercials. I'm saying he's just not like That man's terrible. And, and an made, underbite. And it may be for me because he left my team you think? in a uh, complete and total disarray. You're which, talking about that Sprite commercial, which LeBron little, isn't the problem. The problem is that weird little Yachty like stuff. Cold like a soda. Cold like a soda. So bad. How can little Yachty be a thing? Because it's hair. That was nightmare nursery rhyme stuff. I really don't know what you guys are talking about. It's everywhere. Cool, it's dude. in movie theaters. There's They're like, playing it before movies. Little Yachty is a rapper famous for the song Broccoli with Drum. Broccoli? It's, yeah, it's called Broccoli. What? Like Dana Carvey? The song's called Broccoli. Broccoli. In the middle of the party, get off of me. And what? I'm rolling up the broccoli. Yeah, it's a big hit. Lots of I heard this Justin hip hop music. I renounce you. I heard this Justin Timberlake song this week. I was playing piano for a third grade play, and they were dancing to this "Can't Stop the Feeling." It's catchy. Yeah, John loves that song. I, I don't know that song. The, the song from the Troll sound. It's song from the Troll the, soundtrack. What is the Troll you, soundtrack? You called it the greatest uh, song you heard at Bonnaroo. Return of the Mac, <laughs> <That's> dude. <laughs> I said a lot of things at Bonnaroo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But not only was the Sprite commercial trash, we've got uh, Russell Westbrook saying stupid things say like, don't do they do you for the Mountain Dew commercial, dunking a basketball like evil G.D. Knievel. He's a monster and a mess. These you are do all, you is some Dr. Only Phil com- stuff. The only commercials I'm seeing during NBA games are that new sci-fi movie with Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> and it's like Alien, and there, there's like a flamethrower like McCready up on a spaceship. Real good uh, scream by Jilly Balls in that one. Oh, there's a, there's yeah, they're screaming. He's doing that like, ah! and, 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 and it keeps ending with, this film is not yet rated. I love so it. I don't know how scary it's going to be. Did you call Jake Gyllenhaal Jilly Balls? Jilly Balls. I think that's that's accepted. <laughs> is that everyone knows that? No, that's, that, yeah, that's everyone knows. <laughs> Me and Jilly Balls. 
calls go way back. Man, the other commercial, Johnny Darko. The other commercials. Boy in the bubble. The other commercials I'm seeing in the NBA that's really bugging me is if I'm scrolling through my through my my Game Time app or I'm open League Pass uh. and it, there's all these ads for buy NBA season League Pass half off half season. It's not a half season. There's like 14 Forward. games yeah. left. Come on, guys, take it season. easy. Trying to, that's why we're all uh, what's wrong? Like, why is the NBA being dirty about this? They're making so much money, yeah. Why are they advertising a half season pass for 14 games? That's why I go that's to that's why they make so much money. I go to streamfree.russia, yeah, Rutu, baby, <laughs> hdstreams.ball. <laughs> Sorry, NBA, we'll never get picked up by any NBA. No, I pay, like, man, I pay legit. I pay you? for the service, and it's horrible. I pay for the service and then give it to 14 of my friends. Just use those Russian sites, they are our new overlords now. <laughs> Speaking of our Russian overlords, yes, I think I hear some music. What's this? <gasps> Indulge me, Chuck. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. This is a game of scones. Oh, I hate this. the return of the Donald Trump edition since he's in town. Oh, Donald Trump in Nashville as we speak. I think ruining traffic. His orange face. And because then scattered some other covered thoughts, I thought we might be mentioning Dario Saric, who now seems to be inexplicably, hilariously, the favorite for a rookie of the year. He's been balling, though. He's kind of awesome. He's I <laughs> love him. Point forward. Uh, we have another alternative fact edition of Game of Scones. Oh, I love it. So, boys, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the year and the... Uh, Winner of a Rookie of the Year award. Okay. And then you are going to give me the alternative effect version of that. And that is you need to name the second place vote getter for the Rookie of the Year. And I know this is very hard, this so I will be giving this you... This is literally impossible. I will be giving you guys hints. <laughs> so, but, but remember, as in all alternative fact editions, you must answer with blank player A was the Rookie of the Year, period. Period, okay. That's how you must answer. So, so, so if you get it without a hint, I'll give you two points. Oh, if you it. get right. it with a hint, I'll give you one. I think point. there's going to be a lot of hints. I'm fucked. I don't know, Chuck. Use your powers. This sickly Chuck. I mean, you can read. All right, Gilbert Arenas. I think Chuck's gone first. The last couple, I'll go for. I'll go first. All right. Do you want to start uh, with 2015 or 2006? Well, I think just I think you should be randomly picking them. Okay. Well, let's ran- start with randomly pick some. Let's start with 2009, 2010. Okay. Uh, this was the year that Tyreek Evans won Rookie of the Year. Okay. Um, give me your guess at 2009, 2010. <laughs> uh, I'll give you I'll give you one hint right now. Yeah, go ahead and give me one. one, uh, one and then I'll guidance. give you, and then I'll give you another hint. So th- for for two points, your hint is has won an NBA three point shooting contest. Um. I'm gonna need more. All right, that was your two. That was your two All point right. hint. Yeah, Here's yeah. your one point hint. Reigning league MVP. Oh, interesting. Steph Curry is the rookie of the year. Period. That's right. So, he, so Steph Curry point. was second to Tyreek Evans. That's amazing. That is amazing. All right, one for me, Chuck. I'm going to give you. Let's stay in the same wheelhouse. 2008, 2009. Derrick Rose was the actual rookie of the year. Who was the alternative fact rookie of the year? Uh, your first hint is that you can make um, condiment puns about him. OJ Mayo was the rookie of the year, period. That's correct, Chuck. 
takes a two to one I lead. I felt like a generous two point. Hit. It was a very generous two point. <laughs> hey, we're playing with a handicap. Two one, two one, two one, two one, ten from the women's tees. <laughs> Let's go to the funniest year. I think two thousand six, two thousand seven. The one, the only Brandon Roy was rookie of the year. Oh wow! Uh, the second place winner. Here's your hint, Keith. Over seven feet tall. 2006-2007. I'm, I'm going to need another hint. Played for the Raptors and Knicks. Oh, Ar- in, Andrea Bargnani is it, the uh, rookie of the year period. Well done. These are, these are tough. <laughs> I don't remember these at all. Hey. I'm just trying to remember draft class, I know. and I'm completely blanking. Gone. I have no basis point of like, mm-hmm. I remember this, this guy was this year. 2013-14 season, Chuck. Hysterically, Michael Carter-Williams was Rookie of the Year. For your first hint, was traded this season. Um, no. One more hint. If you pronounce it in a certain way, his name rhymes with Hungry Hippos. Take the, take the S off of there. Hungry Hippo. I got it. <laughs> He's a beautiful singer. <laughs> Steel King. Alad, uh, Ol- Oladipo. There Who you. is uh, the rookie of the year is Victor Oladipo, period. Well done, Chuck. <laughs> he, Hungry he was, Hippo. And he was traded in the offseason. So. That's the season. Yeah. Uh, league, league year. Hippo. That's the dumbest. Hungry, hungry hippo. That's the dumbest thing. I did not prepare hints. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Keith, let's go to 2014-2015. Okay. Andrew Rick Wiggins was the real rookie of the year. Yeah. Who was the alternative fact rookie of the year? You ready for your first hint? Yeah. His name ends in the same fashion as Supercop and the aforementioned Darko. Um... Are you ready for your second clue? Yeah. He sucks for the Bulls and now plays oh, with Tash Gibson. I, st- I, I, st- I still believe in you. I still believe in you. Rookie of the year, Nico Miritich, period. Oh, barely got that period in. <laughs> I Chuck, if you can get this one, it's for the win. If you can get a two-pointer. What? All right. I'm going to get the yips. I know it. 2012-2013. Damian Lillard was the Rookie of the Year. The alternative fact Rookie of the Year played for the Kentucky Wildcats. John Wall was the Rookie of the Year, period. That's incorrect. Oh, he went for the Keith, two. Keith, would you like to steal? Um, what year was this again? Who was the... 2012-2013. Was the was uh, Michael Carter, Michael Kidd Gilchrist the Rookie of the Year, period? Second hint, Chuck. Oh, I had to go for the two. <laughs> is known for some really, really ugly facial hair. And that's not always a beard, my friend. Yeah, I got it on that one. but I'm giving you five. Four. Steven Adams is the rookie of the year period. Uh, Anthony incorrect. Davis, rookie of the year period. That is correct. I Zip forget. Brow. I forget. He, he, so he didn't yeah, win rookie of the year. I would have thought he did. I believe he got hurt or something. Probably. Right. <laughs> it seems, seems yeah. likely possible. So uh, we're back to Keith. All right. Keith, in 2010-2011, Blake Griffin was the NBA Rookie of the Year. Right. Who was the alternative fact Rookie of the Year? Okay. He played for Kentucky. 
Uh, can I keep guessing Michael Kidd Gilchrist, period? That's too far away. I'm afraid that it's incorrect. Chuck, yeah. what'd you like to steal? I need one more hint. Well, one more hint's mine. Nope. Wait. So no, no, no attempt to steal? I don't. Wait. Who he gets? played for Kentucky. That's your two points, deal. In the year again? 2010, 2011. John Wall was the rookie of the year. Yes! Two points for the win! Same guess as nice. last time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I thought you were trying to trick me by going to the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that much. You've played these I games against I, me. That, There's that was no good. game theory for Just that. Just wanted to end that. No, yeah. No, no, mercifully. <laughs> that's, yeah, I definitely have no memory. Like, I, even my memory of drafts. Like, I don't even remember anymore, like, when people were drafted. Yeah, would you guys have even gotten last year's? No. Porzingis. Oh, yeah. Thank God. It was, it was fun uh, looking at these, though, because uh, the, the, the runners-ups, in some ways, are better than the winners. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like, the rookies of the year throughout the year are always kind of like, meh. Like, yeah. Never Although Bar- Bargnani kind of throws, throws a wrench in the entire thing. Yep. Well, uh, God, I miss that man. That was a, that was a solid game of scones. Did we get all our? Uh, oh, my worst! I finally won one, yo. Can we have some sort of celebratory like moment? I think where you we should just be sick every week. Talk about it. This is my flu game. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this you're, is your flu game. game. Your your body is weak, but your mind is clear. Mm-hmm. I've rid myself Chuck's of all VD game attachments. It's probably syphilis. Well, I was going to say your Dwayne Wade game. I was say my worst thing was just that the uh, the Lakers lineups have gotten a little silly. Yeah, R.I.P. Luau Deng and the name of my fan- fantasy team, Deng Deng. Yeah, yeah. Ding so which, uh, so which guys who signed massive contracts over the summer are still playing? Uh, not uh, Joe Kim Noah. No, <laughs> no, not really. Uh, Chandler Parsons. Chandler Parsons. He's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah and Mozgov. Mozgov. Healthy scratches. Right. Just going to be inactive for the rest of the year. Uh, Tyson, Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler is inactive for the rest of the year. Although right. his, his contract, God, his contract was morbid. two years ago. Yeah, we were talking to you. Were talking to that Suns guy on the interview podcast uh-huh. this week, and he was saying how he was he had a chance to get bought out basically and go play for another team, but he decided to stay in Phoenix well, no. and mentor. Which sounds like he's just trying to collect a check and golf. hang out while he golfs, playing some golf, take some sunset no, pictures. What, Good what, for the sinuses. What uh, what Greg Esposito said was, and I actually thought about, I made a note to ask, but then we just moved on and kept going. Um, he said that Tyson Chandler had the option at the trade deadline. They said, we have the option of trading you to a contender or you can stay here and not play. And he's like, I want to stay here. How in the world were they going to trade Tyson Chandler's who signed for three more years? Maybe like, this is just Tyson Chandler taking ownership of that situation and pretending he wanted to stay. Right. When in yeah. fact he could, I don't think nowhere. there's any way they could trade him. But anyway, yeah. So a lot of guys who are, who are, uh, getting paid a lot of money are not playing at all. And my worst thing is I know the Lakers have to get that draft pick. They are focused eye on the prize. They're not going to hit that over despite the fact that they, they started off 10 and 10. I don't know. <sighs> Nothing started, but anyway, it, it's uh, it's making the, making the games a little silly. When I, just, I can just keep waiting for like the next Laker related person to be given an, an immense position of power. Like who's going to get, who's next? Nick Van Exel. Yeah, oh, no, no. Nick, Nick Van Exel's our, our Grizzly coach. Nick Van Exel, director of marketing. I just think when the, when the Nuggets are 15 point, favorites on your home court like when they're the road team that's that's quite something i'm ready for and they s- covered it easily swin nader strength coach <laughs> yeah james worthy team doctor team physician <laughs> just if you played for or were somehow in business with kobe you you can be part of the lakers family do you know what i found out speaking of doc this week that the uh when doc rivers is in philadelphia the announcing team refer- refused Refuses to call him Doc. Call him Glenn? There's only one Doc in oh, Philadelphia. That's nice. Oh, that's sweet. 
Uh, that's a nice little scattered smothered thought. Another scattered smothered thought. I was noticing Alfred Payton, Lord Alfred Payton, grabbing those triple doubles, finally being unlocked to some degree. I, I didn't paint. think you were into triple doubles, Keith. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's interesting. <laughs> I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the end all be all. <laughs> Let's say he would average one for a season. Would you think he would win MVP? I don't Even know. On an eight seed <laughs> if you replaced him with Mike Conley, would his team be uh, kind of the same ballpark? God, no. <laughs> you can't really think Mike Conley's as good as Russell Westbrook. Well, that's well, what, that's what y'all, were, y'all were subtweeting. That's no, I'm not. I'm, my anti-Russell Westbrook argument is just I think that people talk about the rest of the Thunder like they're worse than they are. And the fact that the Thunder are whatever they are, 37 and 30 or something in that ballpark. I feel like if you put another all-star caliber player on the team, they'd be, you know, if well, Mike Conley was on the team, I think they'd be maybe 500. I, so, like, just I, those seven games, I think, give them that much more? This is I don't a know. better team now than at the beginning of the season with Gibson and McBuckets even. Absolutely. Um, I think Gibson, but, I, you guys were right on that tip. He seems to have made a difference. I do think the Thunder roster sucks. Uh, he's a good player. Uh, Roberson is an elite defender at the wing. He's Really? He's, he is. Yikes. Uh, he, looks, he looks good. He's not I the think they should like be playing Abrinas over him just so they can get somebody who could shoot. But yeah, he's not hitting his shots, but he's elite defensively, and they have a team around him that are that are capable. I don't think they're as bad as we thought early in the year. I'm also of the opinion that the best player of our time is averaging career highs in rebounds and assists. I think you. I assist, talk about LeBron James. Right. I think the assist argument of LeBron is the best non-Westbrook argument for MVP because right, he's close to nine. Again. And the points LeBron of those four guys of Kawhi, Westbrook, Harden, and LeBron. LeBron's point per assist is the highest because most of these guys are dumping off. Like right. Westbrook's is the lowest because mm-hmm. he just kind of pat- and a lot of that is his teammates can't shoot three yeah. points. Yeah, I was about to say that's very misleading because his but, assist rate is higher. But but Harden, you know, like like Harden is also surrounded by three pointers. But LeBron yeah. actually has that. If LeBron throws it to you, you're going to hit a three. But uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I think my uh, for me right now, if you're going to go around, you know, the argument of best player in the league all around both sides of the court, there's no question it's Kawhi. Um, they're gonna be the number one seed. It looks like uh, Lamarcus. I don't think so. I think the Warriors are still it's gonna so get close. Now nah, Lamarcus is cleared to play. Now uh, he's cleared to play today, so he may uh, swing it in their direction. Say what he playing? He's playing. I need to call my man. But there's. I don't think any of the. Uh, while LeBron has the ability to guard all those positions at a high level for spurts over the course of the season, uh, Kawhi has been better on paper by any metric, and he's in the ballpark offensively with these guys as far as uh, points, uh, rebounds, and assists. So he, I think to me, if he's the number one seed, it's going to be a hard argument against him. And Pop's doing that slow I just think propaganda. Russell Westbrook him. has been by far the most valuable player to his team this year. And if he wasn't – like, if LeBron misses a game, the Cavs still have some deadly players. Um, at, to me, like, Kawhi, obviously, they can still win. The Spurs win all the time without him. Um if Westbrook doesn't play, the Thunder seem yeah, I mean, completely the, devastated. That is and the awful. metric. That is the metric. That's hard to argue. I mean, it's not a metric with that you and, know, but, but, thought experiment. The, the Rockets without Harden though are in the same boat. I think they're all similar in the same boat. I, I, th- I think Russ, Russ has made himself so indispensable, but almost in my mind. And again, I don't. I don't get upset. Or if he doesn't win it this year, he's never winning it. Right. Like, yeah. like, like I'm not going. To, I'm not going to tell you, John, that you're wrong right. for your opinion. It's or, a fun or, argument. Or, or anyone else. Yeah. It, it really it is. is an exciting argument for me. Subjectively, I find it more interesting to be like that. LeBron is just doing his thing, and yes, he doesn't. Maybe doesn't try as hard. But if I break it down to the guys doing the big statistics, I think James Harden has been more impressive to me. Right. And, and again, I think like if you swapped him, 
I think like LeBron on the Thunder, they they do better. They would be a better team. You know, like, Le- LeBron. I mean, LeBron. We're in that Jordan argument level where it's like it's almost so boring to give it to LeBron that he gets left out of conversations sometimes. And, and you end up with Carl Malone MVP awards and stuff like that. And the other the other Mark thought Lee. experiment argument I go to is if the Thunder were playing better defense, right? He would have worse numbers. Because yeah. he would be scoring less. The pace he, would be... he lets the blow by happen just to get it to get it and go. Uh, he's one of the he has one of the lowest uh like defensed shot rates in the league. Like he's not he's not closing out within five feet. He's crashing for the rebound. He has this. I mean, weird, yeah. His game is it's built they've built this around. He's he gets more rebounds off of uh free throws than any player in the I mean, league. I mean, he's hunting large stats. He is. Right. But if people want to get after him for that, then they're being pretty short-sighted because hunting stats has always been a part of NBA. Yeah. And I the great know. players have always done it. Right. Like, they've gone for each other's records. That's just part of being an NBA player. It's an 82-game season. These are the things that motivate players. What it's is part of what makes them great. Another interesting thing about Westbrook I read this week was uh, he's only averaging a triple-double on games played Friday through Sunday. Really? So, yeah. Man, working, for, work, working he, for the weekend. He is not Michelangelo. He's not a party dude. <laughs> no, dude, he's going to work. That guy One taking those, it serious. The flip side of he's that, like a Donatello. The flip side of that Leonardo. free throw thing of of his teammates letting him get those free throw rebounds is that is the catalyst for them launching their offensive right. attack. Yeah, you know, it is like, a big it is a part big part of their fast break offense. But that that's one of those things I was saying last week. The, like those numbers and the James Harden numbers because their their pace is so high. They're putting up such great offensive numbers that like. The numbers are inflated a little bit, right. and they're eye popping, and they're great. And for me, yes, and like, half of them are free throws. Yeah, those, for both like, of them. <laughs> like yes, those are awesome. But but I'm still more impressed one with what Kawhi's doing on both sides of the ball, and what LeBron's doing. And obviously, LeBron has skipped some games. He, the, the Cavs aren't playing as amazing as you would hope they were. Right. They, as we said earlier, they're the worst defensive team in the league post All Star break. So again, I, I think it is. This is one of the biggest mainstream uh, media sports arguments that we actually embrace because it's so to me it's so interesting. I mean, it, like this, no this one is right, race. no one is wrong, uh, and it's actually fun to discuss. And it actually, I mean, if I think about it a lot, I do start to get like pretty fired up about it, and that's pretty rare. <laughs> yeah, so to actually give a to like something that around the horn you would actually care about exactly. You know? <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the awards segment of the evening, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. This week, we have several nominees. A lot of... There can uh, be only one. Well, there's several... several. Excuse me. We have several... Honorable Honorable mentions, mentions yes. Uh, Stanley Johnson, Troy Daniels, Fred Van Fleet. All Troy went, Daniels! All went one for 10. Jamal Crawford, two for 13. Uh, our nominees this week, running unopposed... Pat McCaw. Oh, you McCaw. went. McCaw. McCaw train. In a loss to the Spurs, seizing the opportunity of Kerr resting all of his good players. He played 41 minutes, was 0 for 12, two points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal. Shut it down. Let's go home. No turnovers. Picture me balling. Hey, no turnovers in 41 minutes. So congratulations, Pat McCall, first rookie of the year, <laughs> running unopposed. How did we, did we quantify how many missed shots equals a turnover? Like how many times you have to miss before it's we, as bad as we call that a Pat McCall. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like three. I think yeah. it's like one turnover equals three. So, minutes. so if he took no shots and took the, and turned the ball over four times, we would have still, he would have had just as good a game. Nice. That's incredible. 
Nice. If he would have played 41 minutes and not shot the ball and only had two, two rebounds and one assist, that, that's incredible. That would be amazing. I was looking it up trying to see the other guys who played 41 minutes and, and only hit, uh, you know, hit, hit no shots. It was an impressive list uh, headed by Tim Hardaway, who had, who had played on a, oh, his 0 for 17 Skills. game. All right, well, par fadeaway. Again, no Grizz epilogue. We mainly just talked about the Chandler Parsons. Again, the Grizzlies getting back on track without Chandler Parsons and the whole weirdness of that, the if organization there, if hiding information a, and faking things. If there had been a Grizz epilogue, it would have been 10 minutes of clapping and cheering. The, uh, the one <laughs> interesting thing will be how they respond in this Bulls game that we're about to go to and watch is will they respond to keep it up? Because the Bulls are not very good. Two teams in free fall. Yeah. Uh, Rajon Rondo inexplicably thinking he has the clout to like throw shade at the two superstars on his team. Yeah. Well, anyway, so par fadeaway, what are we looking forward to in the coming week? I hate to keep banging that Cherokee drum, but I'm just looking at those playoff positions. Well, I mean, they're they're tightening. I think the Eastern Conference, you have the Pistons and Bucks and Heat and Bulls. All fighting. But all fighting for two spots. And even the Pacers are only, you know, that extra game up. The Pacers are still only two games up from the 10th place, you know, Bulls. So... Yeah, I, I love it. What do you think? I think Bulls are going to slip out. Uh, I like Miami. Hate to be a homer, but they do Miami have. Miami has, has easy, been awesome. They have that easy stretch coming they too. Have an easy stretch. I'm coming worried in. about them. But do you think they're going to get? Yeah, nah, I think they're going to get complacent with the easy stretch. Not with not with uh, Sensei James Johnson on that team, kicking dudes into shape. They're Sensei. looking at they Sifu. Did you see Dragic's eye? Oh, yeah. I it can't looked, unsee it. It, it. it looked like someone stabbed him in the head with can't, a katana. Try and decide if that's as bad as the hole in Westbrook's face. Oh, remember that. <laughs> much gro- no, the eye thing was much T- grosser. T-1000. The eye cyborg. thing, that was like a boxing hematoma. That was horrible. Oh, man. It's looking bad. But uh, the heat, fine. I fully expect Deion Waiters to crash at some point, but I think everybody around them's playing good basketball. Talk to me about Josh Richardson. Uh, he's, Go balls. He's, he's, he's finally putting out a little bit of... Uh, mm. You know, actual production since coming back from his injury, and he's looking good. Who so would you been, rather have on your team for the rest of their career, Josh Richardson or Justice Winslow? Winslow, he's younger, and I think he's got. Sure. I think I'm, you had to think about it, though. Didn't I you? do, and but I'm not. I, I I think Winslow has a higher ceiling, but you know, Richards. But let's not forget just because of his draft, like where he was drafted. Well, right? that's he, really the he's only got reason. A better, his pedigree, a and his, he's a better body. He, like, he, he, okay, can, can, can guard Lee Ellis, Jay Billis. Can we just um, go ahead and just? Cut all that talk because I don't never have to choose because they're one player, <laughs> just Justice Richard Slow. Well, I was going to say because the CBA has guaranteed teams can control a player for their first twelve years. <laughs> nice. So they're going to be mine for a while. But Chris yeah. Paul, labor leader. I love it, and uh, yeah, I think you can see on, in the West, Minnesota, uh, Portland. Can't uh, believe the Timberwolves might do this. I I, I think the uh, Memphis is secure in their in you know seventh seed. Ooh. They might be able to get to six. If you're going to be such an easy out playing oh good basketball. Oh, but, come on, Grizzlies versus the Durantless Warriors. Yeah, licking my chops. Or uh, Durant getting his wheels underneath the Warriors. Now that I I'm going to I'm going to like get like Stockholm syndrome and convince myself that's what we're doing. Now that I know Tony Allen's going to play 28 minutes every night. Look, y'all, we oh. got to lose to the Nets so that we can play the Warriors. It's going to be incredible. I'm looking forward to that Warrior Spurs one seed. Like, See who gets it. Who's going to get it? I think the Dubs are still going to get it. I think the it, Dubs do not look good. I don't no. know if it's breaking news. They yeah. have almost almost lost to the Sixers last night, and it looked like they were going to get blown out by the Sixers. The borderline tanking Sixers. But then Donkey and Steph Under went still in crazy. Play. Under still in play. 
Sixers win one more. They blow it. So, yeah, the fight for the ones looking crazy. Washington's now number two in the East, which is weird. Washington's uh, still killing it. But, they're, I mean, it, from where they started at the beginning of the season, for them to be second in well, uh, the I East is say, incredible. I will agree. And Scott Brooks absolutely going to get Doing some great push job. of the year stuff. Yeah. The, their recent, God, we could apologize to him for days. Their <laughs> recent winning ways, though, very, very light schedule. Yeah. Very, oh, yeah. They, they, they are in these shootouts against bad teams. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to yeah. maintain. But going to overtime with terrible teams. Kind of everybody else is doing the same thing. But everybody in the East is trying not to play the Cavs until the end of until the Eastern Conference Finals. So Keith, it's can a I win get a uh, number two. Steve Clifford update from you? Uh, is he terrible uh, or Do you miss awful? him, boo? The, the Hornets have officially gave up the ghost by losing at home to the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the spi- also lost to the Pelicans in overtime. The, the spiraling Chicago Bulls, and then the losing at home. They gave it the ghost. Uh, lo- losing Zeller, you know, really. Hurt. Ooh, there it is. He was the. <laughs> there it is. The linchpin. That's the saddest. I, I, thing I honestly want to know if it was like a Scott Scott situation, where <laughs> where like or a Larry Brown situation, where it just it just wore thin. Yeah. You know, all, all suddenly it kinda, not, they're not hearing him anymore. It, it kind of gave out. That's yeah, it's no good. I had one thing I forgot. Uh, oh yeah. So saving me a, an apology for next week that tinder information that i got the guy who did the tinder catfishing to find out all that stuff it's reddit user aesthetical aesthetical with a k at the end you don't need to credit him for for reddit is stealing, the dark web for man. stealing people how many of those ideas? girls do you think he actually kind of tricked into going to a starbucks he shows know, up just, there he's five foot three sure, and he doesn't say i'm anything. sure the fbi will be very interested <laughs> you guys uh Thanks for listening. A reminder, we have a Patreon that's getting out of control. Uh, we appreciate our new people joining. We might have to have a platinum t- tier A Patreon. platinum tier Slack chat? Yeah, just like a... <laughs> what, what, no, it would be like our weekend debauchery for if you go over 20 bucks a month. They get to see Chuck's Pornhub channel. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to get more Fast Break Breakfast, we, uh, you can join the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Breakfast, you could join the Pick'em League. And again, the very popular Slack chat where we talk basketball and movies and TV pretty much around the clock. We like all the people who've done that. It's taking over our lives. It is taking over our lives a little. We didn't really, I didn't really budget this much time no, I didn't for either. chatting to people. I have to like cut it off because it can get overwhelming. Yeah. John, I'm in. always there for you. So John, John, John's always 4 a.m. and you're in there. Portland. Hit up John. He's awake playing. Okay, 15. I don't sleep. I don't eat. That'll work. <laughs> So thanks to all of you who have done that. The rest of you guys, please sign up. You can follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break. Like us on Facebook. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, no apologize for being G&G. Fast Break Break, man. You understand? Know